Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles with you uh, today. And uh, Alan, I wanted to see what you thought of it. Maybe, maybe you saw this too on Twitter. A uh, listener uh, by the name of Bosa6868 says... Uh, Watching Wiseman 16 points and 13 rebounds last night, Kerr may have just forced out the next Embiid. A lot of people feel All that right. way. All right. The Warriors aren't playing well. The young players didn't develop. And last night, James Wiseman, 16 and 13. So okay. a, lot of, a lot of people feel that way. Did they win finally? Detroit? Yeah. No, they, they succumbed <laughs> last night. They have lost 10 in a row. Have they won? Okay, so they have not won since they got James Wiseman. Um, they've yeah, they've lost ten in a row. But all the numbers he's putting out. All right, cool, <laughs> good for him. I, I'm with you, by the way. But it is interesting. A lot of people, and I understand it, because I haven't been a big Wiseman guy ever, really. But I totally understand how fans, you know, said, "Wow, we've got the second pick, and we don't normally get that, right?" Mm -hmm. And they drafted this guy that, wow, people are comparing him to. David Robinson, mm -hmm. and what a, this is, wow, this this is what the 15 and 50 year, it was worth it because you get this guy, and he's been injured, so I understand because a lot of people bought into all the Wiseman hype and felt like, yeah, this is our guy, and then the team, it seems like, well, I thought they loved the guy, and they, why'd they turn their back on him? So I could see how, from a fan standpoint, it's very confusing and disappointing. A lot of people did say, a lot of people did say that that was Joe Lacob's guy. Joe Lacob really liked Wiseman. Look, I don't think Wiseman's going to be the next Joel Embiid. I don't. Or David Robinson. Or anybody like that. I also have no clue, but I don't think so. But that also doesn't necessarily mean that I loved trading Wiseman for ultimately a GP2 that can't play. Now, obviously, when they made the trade, they thought GP2 could play. I'm not sure I really loved it, but we know it was as much about the financials as it was about James Wiseman's play. And I think that's a big piece of this too. Will you look back and say, okay, we pinched some pennies or not pennies to be fair. We saved some money, but we lost a, a guy who could have eventually helped us. Even if he's a rotational piece, it's just the timelines didn't match up. But to get GP two back, I, I, look, I'm be honest with you. When I saw James Wiseman for Sadiq Bay. I was a little bit more excited than when I found out it was for GP2. Me personally. Mm -hmm. And somebody is probably saying right now, you don't know ball. Maybe I don't. But I know CD. A Bay's, lot of people feel that way. I know CD Bay's CDK. 24. Uh -huh. I know he can shoot the three ball. I know he's got some size on him. So I was not necessarily that upset with that. Not that I was upset with Wiseman for GP2, but I just thought, oh, all right. You know, and, and these guys get paid a lot of money to do these jobs. So I most of the time I sit there and think they must know something I don't. But... 
Clearly, they, there was something that they didn't know because GP2 can't play. The Warriors swung for the fences with Kuminga and with Wiseman, and they felt like this is our chance because we've got the core and they're getting older. So we got guys we can draft here, and we're going to gamble on guys with tremendous upside. So it was high risk, high reward. And Kuminga's played well, unfortunately, got hurt last night. He's been a modest success this year but Wiseman is just like mm, you you rolled the dice and you came up snake eyes on him yeah I just you know that and you, that's just part of it you came up snake eyes on when he would when you hoped he would be ready to go maybe yeah I mean we'll see we'll see about that because I know. still think the way even though he's putting up numbers right now I don't think he's playing much better than he was when he was playing here early in the year he's putting up better numbers right but and I know people they get mad about that, but, you know, the basketball ops people know a little bit about this. 888-957-9570. Jonathan in San Francisco joins us, 95.7 The Game. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, Thank you. I just want to say I, I agree with Draymond Green. Uh, still playing the time. If you look at the standing, you know, from uh, seeds uh, three and on, they're pretty much clunked together, you know. Two or That's three uh, winning streaks is a huge difference, so... You know, in the next five games, I do want them to go uh, maybe 500 or better just to keep things afloat, just to be in the middle of, uh, you know, the pick of things. And then uh, hopefully the last 10 games, get GP2 back, get Wiggins back. Hopefully Wiggins is not playing but staying in shape. So incorporate those two back in the last 10 games and keep working at it. Those two are going to make a huge difference, uh, you know, especially defensively. Uh, and, and then when they get them back the last 10 games, uh, go maybe 6-4 and four or, or better, ideally 8-2 and two down the stretch and go in the playoffs uh, nice and hot. I hope you're right, Jonathan. <laughs> that was the most optimistic take I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it was pretty solid. He's right about everything he said. The thing that was discouraging to me was when they won the five straight at home, the defense was so much better, and then they went out on the road, and it was, there it was like, where'd it go? What happened, right? It, it left. disappeared like that again. And then you have that stench on you, and you're not coming back to face a Rockets or a Magic. You're coming back to face the Bucks, And the Bucks don't care. Are they very good this year? Yeah, they're, they're not bad. The Bucks don't care that you've been struggling. And I just think the one thing that Jonathan said that I'm not doing anymore, and I know that there is some talk about Wiggins is sooner rather than later, I'm just not assuming that Andrew Wiggins is coming back. I'm just not going to do it. So I can't, I'm not going to have conversations in a world where Andrew Wiggins comes back until I hear something. I just don't think there's any point. I'm still hopeful based on what Bob Myers told um, Guru and I think it was JD. And, and I'm just on some level assuming that he wants to get back. But who knows? Because we don't know what's going on. We know, we, we yeah. know nothing. Doug in Berkeley. Hey, Doug, you're on with uh, Whitey Gleason and Alan Styles. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I just got back in town from uh, Salt Lake City. Wow. And uh, I, I have a question for you guys, and I have a comment. My question is, because you guys have been following sports forever, you know a lot about it. You know no team wins every year. Yeah. We lo Did we lose Doug? I think we lost Doug with that great setup. Yeah. I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. Or if you can text, hit us up on the, <laughs> get better service or hit us up on the Xfinity Mobile text line, Doug. Just put Doug at the end. We'll know it's you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we, we weren't able to hear your your, your question there. Uh, the Bucks, by the way, coming to Chase tomorrow. The Bucks are, 
See what their road record is? The Bucks on the road this year, 20 and 12. That's a road record. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah. last season, to be completely honest with you, not that this is a hot take or anything, but I was more worried about the Bucks just because of their size when we were looking at the playoffs and obviously Middleton gets hurt. But the Bucks, yeah. I was more worried about the Bucks and the Celtics mm-hmm. because of how they can defend. Obviously, Giannis is Giannis. He is. I don't know what's going to, you know, who who's going to attempt to stop that freight train. And then you have Drew Holiday, who he's a lockdown defender on the perimeter. They got size. They got length. They got Middleton. They got Middleton as their closer. You got Bob, guys like Bobby Portis, who Bobby Portis could be on a different team. He's and a really he, good player. He would be the guy that would give the Warriors fits by himself with, it, with this defense right now. Is that just the biggest part of the problem right now, Alan? As you look at the roster, there just aren't enough good players on the roster. For the Warriors, compared to the other best teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. I. It's one way to look at it. And Is it true? I saw I, a lot of talk about that last night when everybody, I mean, NBA or Warriors Twitter was just having a meltdown. And if you do look at the roster construction, you have, I mean, you're getting great value out of Dante DiVincenzo and, and Giants season is right around the corner. They do the same thing mm-hmm. where, hey, we're trying to get value. So you hit with DiVincenzo. Who'll be gone next year, but you, yes. You hit with deep for this year specifically. Yes, yes. You hit on DiVincenzo. Who, uh, Jermichael Green, I would consider a miss. Mm-hmm. I would consider, I mean, I would combine Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome and say, you know what? For a two-way package, I would say Anthony Jerome. Yeah, you'll say. I I would call that a hit. Yeah, to be honest, I wouldn't call that a miss. And then you have the GP two trade, which to me is a miss. You signed, I I would say Jordan Poole just this year in general has been a miss, and Andrew Wiggins, who you also signed, has been a miss. So when you miss more than you hit, that's going to be a problem. And Steph Curry has been injured as well. So. It's not really a surprise when you put everything in the correct context, but when you say defending champions, their awful record on the road, and they're now a, a six seed or whatever it is, when you just say it like that, it doesn't make sense. But when you actually look at how everything shapes up, it shouldn't be that surprising, to be completely honest with you. Do you want to talk to Doug again? I I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no? I don't think so. Okay. No, Doug. You don't want to go back to Doug? No, All Doug. Right. Uh, let's go to Brett on the Bay Bridge here real quick. Brett, you're on with Alan Styles, Whitey Gleason. What's up? Good. I just want to, I mean, it, it, it's funny to me what a difference a week makes. I mean, like last week, we were ready to, you know, have a parade. And then it's like within a week, we watched them go to L.A. without LeBron and, and get Molly Wapped. We watched them OKC and, and basically look big OKC, look like a playoff team. And then no John Morant, and they give up almost a 50-burner in the first quarter. I, I mean, to me, I, I just, I don't know what I'm watching. And as far as the eye test goes, I don't see it turning around. And, and, and I'm the biggest Warriors fan, trust me. I love him. And, and Draymond, I don't even know why he's even paying attention to Dylan Brooks. The guy has done absolutely nothing. And it's like, when you're at the pinnacle and you're at a four-time champion, why do you even deal with lower men, guys? Like, it's like, focus on basketball. To sit there and say that, that you, don't, you don't have time to get up for a game in March? Well, what are you getting paid millions of dollars for? You know, like what? What are we? What are we trying to do here? Yeah, thanks, Brett. To- yeah, appreciate that. Uh, good use of the term "mollywop," by the way, which is actually a, like a Detroit-based 
funk genre of music. Anyway, mm. uh, whatever it is, thank you for that. Yeah, we were going to have a parade a week ago. Now we're ready to have some kind of funeral. Getting back to with Draymond, what Draymond said, just not great timing. Draymond usually has pretty good timing about what he says, why he says it, and he just seems like everything else with the Warriors, just like a little out of step with what's actually going on right now. Right, and that, and ultimately. It seems out of touch, but when you just got the, you just got the, you know, the championship last season, that is what it is. Look, I see you on the YouTube chat. Uh, Doug put his text on the Affinity Mobile text line, and we're going to answer it there. Okay. That's pretty much yeah. it. By the way, Molly Wap is a band, a genre-defying band that plays hard-hitting, original, and classic funk, reggae, rock, hip-hop, and more. They're based in Detroit. Molly Wap. So thank you for the use of the term Molly Wap. Uh, coming up also, in addition to that... Could Shaq be right about the Warriors? Because Shaq says, you know, if this happens, they're still going to win it all. So that's coming up next. Alan Stiles and Whitey Gleason. And we are sponsored by AC Transit. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now back to 95.7 The Game. So can these disconnected Warriors, is there a way they could still win a championship this year? Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles, with you today. Shaq says they can. Shaq said last night, he said, the Warriors play good at home, right? Bad on the road. So he said, if they finish fourth or higher, they will have, obviously, home court, at least in the first round. And Shaq says, if they finish fourth or better, they will win a championship this year. How about that? Shaquille O'Neal. That's what he says. Well, that's fine. Number one, Shaq is an honorary member of Dub Nation because he's said multiple times that Steph Curry is his favorite player. That's number one. And number two, what are the chances the Warriors get the fourth seed? Well, right now they're sixth. They're 
what, three and a half behind the fourth spot with the Clippers in between them and the Suns. But the Suns, uh, of course, now they've got um, uh, an interesting stretch ahead of them. They've won four in a row, but they have no Kevin Durant. So, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm with you, it doesn't seem likely, but I couldn't say, no, nope, there's no way that's happening. Sure, but from what we've seen, it hasn't been great lately. Oh, but, hey, they got... They got a couple home games. You got a chance to pick up a game on the Suns Monday. And then I would say, and then I would say, you got to go to LA. And typically I would say, well, you know, the Clippers, they're going to want to get their get back, but the Clippers have no soul. So I'm not really worried about that. And yet they have a better record than you do right now. I'm not, not disagreeing with you. I'm but not saying that the Warriors will win, but I'm saying the Warriors are, or the Warriors are going to show up in LA and the Clippers saying, we got to get them back, guys. We yeah. got, we got to get them back. That, that's just not in their DNA. The Clippers are 17 and 15 at home and 18 and 18 on the road. Wow. There's just kind of no there there. Uh, let's talk to Filmo Mike in Oakland, 95.7 The Game. What's up, Filmo? How you doing, Mikey? Hey, man, y'all y'all a little bit too nice, man. I need my mean people back, man. I'm joking. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need the mean ones back, baby. Nah, y'all hella nice. Anyway, on some real-ish, Draymond, he has a point about the Mars thing, but sometimes I wish he would kind of like Say that rhetoric because I really don't care about what I have. I care about what y'all finna do. So in the past, you could kind of say the Warriors, right? You could say, okay, well they not focused. Yeah, not focused. But you you could go through steps within the season to say, you see, when they play such and such, they blew them out the water. We not getting them same results this year. And basketball is the type of sport that you you gotta kind of like. You got it. It's repetition. It's like mathematics equation. Like the more you do it, the easier it is. So they kind of got to get back to their roots, which is defense started by Mark Jackson, developing the Steve Kerr. Ron Adams need to be at every game. He ain't at no games no more. I know he get nothing, but come on, Ron, we need you. Filmo, I think Ron Adams looks at what's going on defensively and says, "I don't, I don't, I don't want to watch any more of that. Yeah, I don't want to subject myself to that. No." No, it, it doesn't look like anybody wants to play. I mean, because the thing is, we're going to zero in, and we've zero in on Jordan Poole. And as soon as we stop talking about Jordan Poole, the text line, call line says, well, keep keep talking bad about Jordan Poole. We can only do it so much. But everybody... Some people say we're not, we're, we're you're too mean to Jordan Poole. You you don't treat him as harshly as you treat Wiseman. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't think, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of you being too mean to Jordan Poole. No, I'm be completely. We're honest. split on that, right? You're more of a Jordan Pool guy, and I am I have not. A, I have a, a Jordan I have Poole a guy. Pool, I have a pool party shirt. Okay, I got a pool party shirt, and I'm of the mindset that Jordan Pool did help you win a championship last year, and I, I you know, he did. If Straight I up. had a pool party shirt, I might use it to clean my barbecue grill. Yeah, I That'd don't be doubt about that. it. And or you would, or you would use it to wipe your window as you're driving him to the airport after the trade. As you're chauffeuring him to the airport for the trade. Yeah. But I do think Jordan Poole did very well last season, and he had a breakout year. This year is a little different. It's just a timing thing when you say they shouldn't pay, they shouldn't have paid him. His stock was really high, and you just assumed or you hoped, let's keep that moving in this direction. And it, I don't know. Do you think he's plateaued or do you think he's gotten worse? I don't think he's gotten worse. Mm, I think he's shooting the same. His, his shooting has gotten worse this year, but, it, you know, that happens sometimes uh, to a young player. I think he's the same, but also 
there's a bit of a book out on him, right? He's not sneaking up on anybody. So I think that is what the the difference is. At the same time, you have to, if you are the Warriors, you had. I, I just felt like you had to do it. You had to do it. You had to take a chance on Jordan Poole. I don't know. I know you with, feel with the. You mean by paying him? Yes. Well, why did you have to though? Why did you have to pay him? And they felt their their thinking was according to. Joe Lacob, if we didn't, then someone was going to offer him more money than we would have been comfortable matching. But to me, and it's done now, so what does it matter? But to me, Jordan Poole has been so inconsistent. I wanted to see in a prove-it year, what do you got? What do you got? And if someone offers you a ton of money, that means you had a great year, and okay, we're all right with paying you. Uh, and I know it's easy for me to say when they're into the luxury tax. But I would. But what if they couldn't I want to see what he... Would have done when he needed to prove that he could do it. But what if you couldn't have? I mean, we already know where the Warriors are with the. You, you're saying, yeah, going to the luxury tax. They've already said that there are limits to this. What if Jordan Poole balls out and then you got to say goodbye and now Dub Nation is all over saying, hey. Yeah, if it came to that, I would have had to figure something out where, all right, we'll have to do something that's painful, get let somebody go. But if he was that vital to us, we would have found a way. And, you know, he. He probably wasn't going to get that much more than they paid him, right? I mean, how much more was he going to get? But anyway, yeah. they did what they did. And then, uh, you know, some people think the punch had something to do with it. That they felt like, well, we got to show I him. think that, too. I think that, too. I think I hate to think that, but maybe so. Just because of the, the timing of it all just wasn't great. And I think they were probably already thinking, okay, what should we do? What should we do? And then this happens, and all right. Now we gotta now we gotta worry about this. Maybe we can just kind of silence things. Meanwhile, you have Draymond sitting and, and saying he wants the max. So they they had to make some choices. Whitey, sometimes you make the right one, sometimes you don't. 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. Also, you want to give us a call. That's the number. Vince in San Jose, 957 the game. What's up, Vince? How do we turn this thing around? How do the Warriors turn this thing around? <laughs> Well, we could start by turning it and have, how are you fellas doing? It's great to talk to you guys. But we could start by turning it around by kind of laying off of Jordan Poole a little bit. Uh, and here's the other thing. All the Jordan Poole haters, all the guys that aren't fans of Jordan Poole, let's look up and down the Warriors roster. We don't got much going right now, maybe besides DiVincenzo, Curry, obviously, you know, somebody else. And as far as the Draymond Max contract, hey, Draymond, Guess what? I got a couple words for you. Bye-bye. Draymond, go bye-bye. Yes, we're going to save money. Draymond's out. We're going to get some other guys in there. You know, it was like that last scene of Sopranos when, you know, Uncle Polly, you know, he's, he's talking to the babies in the back. Goes, hey, Uncle Polly goes bye-bye. That's what we got to do to Draymond because he's a big baby. Thank All you, Vince. People- yeah, I appreciate uh, the call. Uh, I know you're kind of a regular caller. The thing is, Draymond is it's up to him. You could say bye bye, and he could say no. Nope, I'm staying right here. Give me my bag of money. That's that's up to Draymond. Well, sure, <laughs> sure, but give I'm, me my bag of money. But I don't think I don't think that the I don't think that the Warriors are where that was. I don't think I don't think the Warriors are where that was. I think the Warriors are probably somewhere in between. And they look another year. Draymond is not a bad thing. If and you know it's Draymond during a contract year where you know he's going to want to be on his best behavior, you would assume. When I watch the Warriors, I just feel like there's a guy that's supposed to be there that's not there, and I don't mean Wiggins. I just feel like by now they they were supposed to have had 
a more impactful player, join them either through free agency or Wiggins was supposed to become that or one of the young players was supposed to become that and then that guy would also become a part of the core. And Poole has his moments. I'll give you that. He definitely has his moments. And Kaminga has tremendous promise, but I just feel like they need another guy and they're just they're just they they can't match the talent that they're seeing from some of these other teams in the west and the and plan then, was to have that guy by now but it just hasn't come to and fruition I, and i'm not saying and i'm not saying that city bay was that guy all I, i'll I, say he wasn't but he wasn't ahead. he wasn't yeah but we're sitting there i don't know about you whitey i got the espn going there's mm-hmm. a clock running and it's Okay, how much time to make a move? How much time to make a move? And it's literally that that gif of just, you know, just the the stick figure hitting something saying, "Do something." And the Warriors, they did something, but it wasn't exactly what they needed. I don't there's a collection, right? And and I and I think it is fair to say that maybe what they needed, they probably couldn't have got everything that they needed at the trade deadline. Realistically. It sounds like not to put words in your mouth, but I know JD is is he's one of these people and I'm I'm not sure. I don't think I am, but it sounds like you would have really been willing to give up a lot to get OG Ananobi. Because from mm-hmm. what we think we know, that was one of the reasons that they did what they did at the deadline last minute because they were engaged with the Toronto Raptors about OG Ananobi, but they would have had to give up something like uh, Kuminga, Moody, and maybe another player, and some draft picks, some high draft picks, and they said too rich for our blood. Yeah, and we, nobody really knew. Nobody really knew what the the Raptors were doing because the Raptors had they, they're kind of stuck. They're not having a great year, but they didn't want to. Okay, everybody, a lot of people want OG Ananobi. All right, well we're just going to raise the price, and if we don't get what we want, we still feel like we can build something. You know, I think it probably helps being. I was going to say being in the Eastern Conference, but the Western Conference, you got a chance too. Either yes. way, but I, we don't need to. There's no reason if you're the Raptors, they felt there's no reason for us to sell low and, and get back out. We're not. We're not trying to build this thing from the ground up. Mm-hmm. From the text line, why do you just say it? You wish the Warriors got Jakob Pertl. Jakob Pertl's a pretty good player. I mean, I'm I didn't think they were ever going to get Jakob Pertl because they wanted to get Pertl for Wiseman, and the Spurs said, no, we're not doing that. So, no, yeah. I, didn't, I don't think they ever had a decent shot at, at Jakob Pertl. People, they, they make fun of me for some of the players I like, but the players are good. Alan... Pirtle's a pretty good player. Franz Wagner's a Wagner, pretty good player. I don't know why I, people come after me on that. It's like, what are you talking about? These are good players. Well, you just got pipe dreams. That's the problem. Is it? Based on what the Warriors had to give. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unfortunately. But everybody talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody talked about them. Uh, as far as last night goes, one of the most embarrassing things, of course, was the whole back and forth with Draymond and Dylan Brooks. And here's what I'm going to just as a warning, because I know not everyone can stomach this. I'm going to play what Dylan Brooks had to say post game, his post game message to Draymond. All right. Going to play that here in three, two, one. You told me before the game you were going to talk a lot. We saw you talking to a lot of different people tonight. What was the message that you had to Draymond? That's what I do. I talk. And, you know, I told him. I told I, I told him that, um, you know, keep that mic. Keep that mic. He's better at the mic than pooping. You know what I'm saying? So keep doing this podcast. Keep blogging. Keep doing this thing off the court. You know, it's cute. It's fun. for him. Uh, the audio courtesy of TNT. So last night, I don't like saying it, Alan, but last night Dylan Brooks got the win over Draymond. He did. I mean, clearly he did. He he roasted him in multiple different ways. Oh, and yeah. then, and I didn't watch his 
the post game after that. But af- but then he went on to say, you know, I don't assault my own teammates. Right. He, you know, he felt that he also said that Draymond went low when Draymond said the dynasty starts without you, this, that, and the third. So I think Dylan Brooks said, all right, well, if the gloves are off, even though Dylan Brooks started it, but I think that Dylan Brooks felt like, well, if you went there, well, I'm going to go there. And there's no love lost. But according to Draymond, it's not a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Just another walk in the park. It's like playing the Pistons or or the Magic or the Pacers. <sighs> the Pistons beat them twice. The Magic beat them twice. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, the Pacers came in here. Uh, didn't the, it wasn't. A, maybe I'm getting my games confused. Uh, wasn't that Nemhard when he went off? Without, on, yeah. Without yeah, yeah, Halliburton. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember if the Warriors won or not. But I know Nemhard went off. Yeah. yeah. Like, my goodness, yeah. who's that yeah. guy? So those teams you mentioned, right. they kicked the Warriors' asses. Yep. That said, uh, I don't know how exactly, but if you are somehow able to beat the Bucks tomorrow, things are things are looking up. That's a fact. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it, but it is true. With the standings as compacted as they are, if you somehow, some way, find a way to beat the Bucks, all of a sudden things are definitely looking up for the Warriors. Right? I yeah, mean, but, if. But they're different people. They're different people. It, it, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So they're looking up until they have to go on the road again. That's it. That's it. So it is looking up until you got to get on that plane and, and play somewhere else that's not Chase Center. Yeah. Do you think Steve Kerr's maybe just kind of worn out with all this right now? He's saying all the right things, but he just he looks frustrated and tired and his voice just it sounds like he's trying to find the energy to say the right thing but he sounds just flat worn out by this team right now especially how poorly they're defending well tonight i thought there were plays right away where we didn't get into the ball and we were really soft on the ball and not not being the aggressor had a couple of uh, miscommunications that led to wide open layups so it's disappointing that we just weren't connected and that's been the story on the road all year you know, we're um, for whatever reason, we're our defense is really good at home, and it's it struggled on the road. So I didn't didn't like the uh, the aggressiveness or the the connection uh, right out of the gates. And happy that the guys battled back two different times and, and got us back in the game. But um, it's tough to to play uphill. You know, from, from down twenty. You know, after the first quarter, it's it's tough to especially on an opponent's home floor. Every game now they fall behind. Remember when Coach Kerr was on? We asked him. You're surprised that that's continued when Steph came back? And he said, yeah, that one Steph's back, we'd get off to some better starts. But my goodness, every game, it's like they look like they're just, they didn't know what time the game was. Right, right. Right? And again, in that in that timeout, guys, we're doing this so we can spread everyone out. Who didn't get the memo? Did the team not get the memo? Hey, we're going to go small here and this is what we need to do. So it's... it. It was just a weird situation because... Bad road trip. And weird early, vibes. Well, remember early on in the season, everybody, and I completely remember this, the Warriors would get up for the big games, for the national games. Everybody would get up for that, right? Oh, well, all right, well, the Warriors can still turn it on. when they. I was at that game when they played the Grizzlies and stepped through the, mouth, the mouthpiece. Oh, well, the Warriors can still pick it up when they need to. And there are a couple other games. The Warriors can still pick it up when they need to. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. And let, you know. And then you had, then it, then it just kept going, Whitey. It was like a. It just kept getting worse and worse. It went from that. Then you had Warrior Celtics. Oh, they beat. Yes, they beat the Celtics at home. Then okay, the Warriors can still get up for the big games. Then in the middle, right? They're losing games that they shouldn't. Then you had the Warriors go on the road, and they were 
beating the Celtics, and then they blew it in the very end. They had to go to overtime, and the Celtics win. Then it turned into, well, look, the Warriors played good for three and a half quarters, all right, against the, uh, the best team in the East. They still got it, and it just ke- continues to slip, 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 and now we're not even at that anymore. Mm-hmm. Poor Patrick Baldwin. He's getting a chance now, and he can't buy a shot. He's a good shooter. He's getting, like, he, he made a couple last night. He did. He took, uh, he took eight. He, he did took, make a couple. Oh, he's in there to shoot. Yeah. He's he is in there to shoot. At least he's getting chances. And if you want to, you know, the bridge to the future, whatever, he's gonna get chances now. But all of a sudden it's like clunk, clunk, clunk. Unfortunately. Shooter shoot though, right? Shooter Ace shoot. Zone? Yeah, well that that's exactly right. Yeah. And and look, that is a team where that's what they do. And, and they they say it on other teams too. We're gonna you're going to get paid or you're getting paid to shoot. And I think when everybody asks why isn't Patrick Baldwin Jr. getting more time? There are other pieces of it. I know Anthony Slater spoke about his size and defensively, Steve Kerr is just waiting to see. He's now, the tallest guy on the but, team. But that's what's funny is because defensively he might be a problem. Sounds like he fits right in. <laughs> Sounds like he fits right in with everybody else to me. <laughs> All right. Um, by the way, let's just take just for a moment, mm-hmm. uh, just a quick break from the Warriors, 888-957-9570, just to cleanse the palate. Wanted to see, Alan, what you thought of the big NFL news that came down just before our show started today. By now, you've probably heard about it. Of Panthers moving up with the Bears, acquiring the first overall pick in the NFL draft. So the Bears getting the number nine overall pick, number 61 overall pick in this year's draft from Carolina, as well as DJ Moore, the Panthers' 2024 first-round pick, and the Panthers' 2025 first-round pick. This, by the way, is one thing if I ran an NFL team, I would forbid my, if I owned a team, I'd say my front office, I'd never overpay for a quarterback because it's like a, a toss of the coin. But what do you think of this major deal today between the Panthers and the Bears? Well, the Panthers want their guy. They, they want their next guy. And Bryce Young? I don't know. I think you, and you know me, I, you know, I'm very, I'm very big against heightism. Okay, as I call it, in sizeism, <laughs> but I do. I don't know if because of the Kyler Murrays of the world and the Baker Mayfields, I do think that things kind of go back and forth. I'm going to be. I, let, let's take it there, right? I know who you like. Who do I like? You like C.J. Stroud. Well, it's not that. I, I I just think that it's going to go to C.J. Stroud. But what I was going to say was. All of these things, life in general, they have waves, right? It's very rare, even politically, when you have somebody, if you've gone blue for a long time, even look at our presidents. You go blue, then it's red. Mm-hmm. Then it's blue, then mm-hmm. it's red. Because mm-hmm. you just get, all right, it's time to try something new. I do think that a couple of the short kings that have gotten drafted here haven't necessarily panned out as well as a lot of people would have liked a la Baker Mayfield and even though Kyler Murray got paid we don't know about Kyler Murray so I think you know Sean Payton was on uh, uh, Colin Cowherd and he said you know if I had a top pick you have to go with the projections you have to go with guys that are going to project you can't take chances anymore and I'm forgetting Tua too Tua's another guy those concussions he's a smaller guy I think they just picked up his they uh, did. option today. they did but that's neither here nor there they yeah. did but you know the way his head whips on the ground so yeah. I think we're seeing another wave of where Teams are a little bit scared of the smaller QB. It, we, you had a stint where it was, well, just roll them out and they're fine. But now some of these guys have been injured, Kyler Murray, to us. So I do, I would not be surprised if Bryce Young slips a so little bit more. CJ Stroud is probably, a, there's no safe pick, but he thinks it's a safer pick because of his I classic would say so. quarterback size. I would say so. Yeah, I think the Bears, 
there's a chance they ended up doing really well in this trade. Right? I, yeah. I, well, they need to build. As far as I remember, I know the wide receivers were much more wide open. But as far as I remember, Justin Fields could throw in college. And I get it. Ohio State's turning into wide receiver U. But he can throw the football a little bit. So you That's get one in, of the things people say about C.J. Stroud, by the way. Is that, yeah, but his numbers were good, but look at the guys And it's fair. Too. It's fair. So you have now D.J. Moore, right? You got Chase Claypool. So if you can just... And I, and I know this is a game where everybody mirrors everything, right? So even though... Justin Fields was more of a Lamar Jackson-esque this season. I think everybody is a Lamar Jackson. Well, now what's everybody going to want to do? Everybody's going to want to follow the Jalen Hurts model. So it's let's run the football and then take deep shots. So I think that's what the Bears are going to try to build. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Uh, Alan, I know you're big on the combine. What about uh, the star of the combine, Anthony Richardson? That's kind of the the Jalen Hurts mold, isn't it? Kind of, kind of, but I mean, Jalen Hurts could... The problem with Anthony Richardson is literally just his ability to throw in the in the SEC, and we know how tough the SEC is tough. But what was his percentage? Fifty five percent or something like that in college? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little rough, right? Wasn't that the knock on Jalen Hurts with him coming out of school as well? Not like that, though. I think Anthony Richardson is the Lamar Jackson model. I think Anthony Richardson is a Lamar Jackson model because of, and I think Lamar Jackson is slightly underrated as a thrower. If you're saying that there's no way you would give up that much to get a player with as many question marks as Anthony Richardson has around him right now, I totally agree with you. You know, he's a fine player, but maybe you don't give up that much. No, not for that guy who's that. I think Anthony Richardson. I see it on the text line right now from the nine two five Xfinity Mobile text line. Who do you think the Raiders are going to draft? I mean. That's a guy that might slip to the Raiders. I don't know if you know Josh McDaniels would want somebody like that, but I could see him slipping there. But again, it's a the whole thing is a gamble. But you want more of a educated guess. And, yeah, and yeah. Anthony Richardson, it could be boom. I don't know what to do with his vertical leap unless he's just going to hurdle people every other play. At least the news on Brock Purdy was about as good as it could be from his surgery. That's right. So That's he's right. what supposed to be throwing again in three, three months? months. Three months. You never know how someone's going to recover from something like that, but. If I'm Kyle Shanahan and I'm not, it's like, what kind of a sigh of relief, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to do one of those ridiculous trades like Allen wants me to do. I'm set. I'm I'm good. I don't have to go get Lamar Jackson. Well, okay. <laughs> well, and you know what? And I and I'm what? glad we'll get into it a little bit. We, will. we can. We will. We not can. right now, but we will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just that, saying. Good news on Brock Purdy. Great yeah. news on Brock Purdy. Yeah. Um, coming up next, we'll get back to the phones. 888-957-9570. The Warriors are saying things. That I hate to say it, but they're saying things these days that bad teams say. That's coming up next, and we're presented by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Red Hot Chili Peppers, big basketball fans, big Laker fans, often at the game. This is Whitey Gleason, Alan Stiles, 95.7 The Game. If you would like to win a couple tickets to see the Warriors versus the Spurs March 31st, here's what you do. You download the Odyssey app or listen at 957thegame.com. Longer you listen, the more chances you have to win. You get one entry for every hour you listen. Every hour you listen, another chance to win up to eight entries per day. So download that Odyssey app now. What are you waiting for? Tickets courtesy of the Warriors. And as always, go to warriors.com for your tickets now. On the text line, 888-957-9570. Gill says, Clay, Dre, Steph can say all the right things. Their unshakable confidence on the team, but their actions on the floor clearly show they are just not hungry anymore. Seem to be satisfied with their fourth ring. The fire and the focus just not there. That's according to Gill. And again, that's what happened. Uh, that, that is what I felt early on with the Suns debacle when, when Clay Thompson got kicked out, but it was still early. You know, you can probably still sp- smell champagne in Chase Center. Mm-hmm. There was probably still confetti on the ground. So, fine, let it go. And I just think that y- you ever you ever do something, Whitey, and it just feels like, wow, I don't even really, the whole thing felt like a blur. I think the Warriors probably went from, honestly, the championship to the parade and the summer and enjoying it to trip overseas, to the trip to Japan. And I think they woke up probably 30 games in thinking, what the heck just happened, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Is that an excuse? No, but I just think that's what happened. And sometimes excuses make sense. It doesn't change anything, but yeah. it makes sense. There are reasons for things. There's reasons for excuse. things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let's talk to Troy in San Jose on 95-7 the game. Troy, what's the deal with the Warriors? What are, what are they missing this year? Wow, okay. Uh, happy Friday, everyone. So, uh, 
we've seen the defense or the lack thereof, uh, you know, lack of intensity. We see the turnovers. Uh, and we also see Sacramento. We noticed that Mike Brown is there. His team's playing well. What impact do you think he had on our team uh, at practice and on the sideline uh, and just, you know, in the coaching staff? It's a great question, Troy. Sacramento, of course, is uh, they were on last night after the Warrior game. Maybe you saw it. Um, they're the feel-good story of the league right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And Mike Brown's probably going to win Coach of the Year. It's kind of curious because he went there with the reputation as a defensive coach, and their defense is, at times, fourth-quarter defense is better, but they're not a very good defensive team. But he's got the buy-in, and he's just one of those guys that went to a team at just the right time, and they, you know, he's got the pedigree, and it's everything's working there. How much the Warriors miss him is harder to answer. I know J.D. has said that it seemed like when Mike Brown was here, the Warriors had some more opponent-specific schemes they'd run defensively which they went back to some during the winning streak. But I, I I, don't know how much even Mike Brown would be making this better right now, the way the team's playing. No, we, we, we used the analogy on Wednesday. You can only, you, your dinner, if, if you're, hey, we're not eating out today. We have to cook what's in our fridge. If Alan is a chef. And I'm not, to, I'm not. If, if there's nothing good in your sizzle. fridge... <laughs> Yeah, I should have never told you that. I should have never told you that. If there's nothing good in your fridge, it's going to be really hard to make a gourmet because you don't have the ingredients. Right? You have some some you have some good things with the Warriors, right? You have three really good ingredients, but you have some ingredients like you said, the milk. The, what was that from Dave Chappelle? The milk's gone bad, Charlotte Murphy. <laughs> and there you have situations like that. So I mean, I do think a lot of this is personnel. I do. I do, and I don't know if Mike Brown would be helping. It would probably be better, but you know what else would be better? Having Andrew Wiggins. The other thing is, and again, yeah, Mike Brown, is he's probably going to be coach of the year, doing a phenomenal job. But I don't know that all Warrior fans are aware of how good of a coach Kenny Atkinson has been. Yeah, He's been a head coach. He could have been the head coach last year, last year in Charlotte. And he decided, oh, I don't want to do that. But, I mean, he was offered the job. Mm-hmm. So he's a very accomplished. It's not like they, well... That guy, who are you? We'll have you do it. He's a very accomplished coach. He is. He is. And I think people get, like you said, if you looked at the Sacramento Kings defensive metrics, you might feel differently. But you see, oh, defensive co- our defensive coordinator's gone. Our defense has suffered. Well, there's also a couple other pieces of it. Now, I said earlier that I wasn't super thrilled when I saw Wiseman for GP2, but GP2 would be helping a lot. And you really... I, I gotta, I gotta look up how many games Andrew Wiggins has actually played. Mm-hmm. He has not played, and then when he did come back for that stint before he went out again, he still looked a bit off. So those are two of your top defenders right there, and you have it's, it's Draymond and the crew. And we saw, you know, Jordan Poole gets all the flack, but nobody. You have Jordan Poole who gets all the flack. Steph Curry, who's been out, and we know he's gotten to an average defender. Clay, I think you'd call average. And with these rotations... Not what he was by... Not not what he was. I would say average, though. So then you have all that going on. And then you have the bigger guys. I mean, Jermichael Green, I don't really know where to... Where to put him. He doesn't really play that much anyway. Should we even count that? You have Ty Jerome, who... It might be sliding under the radar as a... As a not great defender either, or right. maybe he's, he just he's had a bad game. He's a really good player, and I think he's done a fine job this year for what he is, but he's not a good... He's, you saw it last night. He might be actually. better than Jordan Poole, ah. but if you are... If they played one-on-one, nobody would miss a shot. Let's put it that way. Right. If if I... Well, that's and that's the thing. Jordan Poole, if I 
throw the ball much harder than a bunch of first graders, does that mean I should be an MLB pitcher? No, it doesn't. It does not. No. So you do with that what you will. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Wiggins and a potential return, and again, we don't. I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but from a basketball standpoint, do the Warriors expect him back? This was Anthony Slater answering that question today on the morning roast. I reach out to people, you know, pretty periodically on it, and you know, is there even a timeline? You know, it is obviously a family thing. They're being very protective of it. Wiggins himself has always been and remains a very private person. It's clearly of his wishes that, that none of this is in the public. And they just continue to, I'd say there still remains confidence like you will see him at some point this season. But anytime I ask, and when I ask timetable, I'm not saying, hey, when's Andrew Wiggins playing again? It's, it's like, when is Andrew Wiggins maybe going to be back in the facility? Because I, my assumption is he hasn't touched the basketball court in three and a half weeks either. So it's like, he's going to need some time to, to get in the facility, get you know do some Rick celebrating workouts, and eventually probably several days before he gets cleared to actually get back in a game. So I'm just wondering when he's back in San Francisco in the facility. Uh, and I'm just still being told, like, no clarity. So a mixed message. Yeah, we expect him back, but when is he going to be able to play? So hopefully he's able to take care of whatever he needs to take care of. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like the Warriors cannot rely on him the rest of the way for anything from a basketball standpoint. They just can't. No, and we have optimistic callers chiming in on the Xfinity Mobile text line, on the YouTube chat. There we well, go. Once we get, well, once we get yeah. GP2 back and once we get Andrew Wiggins back, we don't have timelines on either one. Hmm. So I can't do that. Hmm. I'd love to, but I can't. 888-957-9570. Sam in the city has, he thinks he knows what's missing. Hey, Sam, you're on with Alan and Whitey. What's up? Whitey and Glee, uh, Styles, Whitey Gleason. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I just wanted to say, I think the biggest thing the Warriors are missing this season, you know, I watch a lot of the games. Um, it's the it's the transition runs, you know. We can talk about how that all starts on defense, but... They're such a rhythm team. Like they're letting a lot of baskets uh, happen. They're letting a lot of balls get into the hoop, and so that means they have to rely on a half-court offense. And they believe me, you know, they're really good. They have the best player ever to play in the half court, in my opinion, with Steph. But Steph is at another level exponentially, at another level when he's in transition because of just the threat and all of the movement they have. Um, and right now, they just seem like they're playing some of that cool West Coast jazz, which, you know, is great, but it only can go so far. They need some Jimi Hendrix in the mix. They need some burst. They need some wild cards, some unpredictability. And that all happens in transition. And, yeah, people are saying GP2 Wiggins can manifest that, and I totally agree. But I think, in general, they're kind of waiting to just bring the ball up in a, in a larger sense and kind of figure it out in the half court, where they are a full-court team. And we just have not seen that at an extended level this season at any rate. Kind of reminds me of 21 season when they had D'Angelo Russell, who was a pretty good half-court player, but that just wasn't the Warriors' system. So they're, they're missing kind of what their, their whole ethos is. And I think that kind of percolates down to all the role players who come into the, the Warriors' team and kind of expect this run-and-gun thing, which they do exceptionally well. And we just have not seen that. And I think... You know, come playoff time, maybe they'll get back to that. Maybe their players will be ready. But, you know, we can never know. But I think that, that once they kind of change their mode of play at a fundamental level to running, conditioning, it's going to be a lot different. And that's my hope. Thanks, Thanks Sam. Yeah, thank you. That's, a, I think, a great call 
but I think you touched on it. You said we can talk about transition defense, and, and but I think that's where it all starts. And I think that's why some of us were so encouraged with the winning streak because they were defending and they went on some of those old school warrior third quarter runs where they would score a lot and the other team wouldn't score any because they were stopping people. And then when they're not stopping people, you're right. And then you get in the half court, your offense is in the half court, and you're just ineffective. But I do think it starts with defense, and the defense at times this year has been absolutely terrible. Yeah. Well, in part, and in part, because you're chucking up threes. I mean, you're shooting about 50 threes a game, and we know they have this offense. And my question is this. Only 45 last night. Oh, only 45. So they they they, they, saved, for, they saved some for tomorrow. I, I would say this, Whitey, and I know it all starts on the defensive end, but they are, they've always been three-point reliant. But this year specifically, it's it's been otherworldly. And you ever have those those friends that might say a joke and the joke is really funny and they say it again and it's really funny. But a week's gone by, and they're still saying the joke, and you're now you're half laughing, and now a month has gone by, and he's still bringing up that inside joke, huh? And you're thinking, all right, it, it's it's good. Does now. it work here? It's good I'm now. Not sure no, it doesn't okay, work okay, here. Okay, okay. I guess my point is, when you look at the Warriors and what they've done and what they've built, even though they just won last year, is the shtick old? Is, about, it, is it starting to get a little stale? How about just going small? Remember when you go back to the death lineup, 2015, the lineup of death is like, oh, they went small, and teams are like, wow, what do we do? Now they have no other option. They're going small all the time. They're doubling down on that and going smaller, and teams are not having a hard time adjusting to it at all. Last night, you had Tillman and Santi Aldama, who are two of the Grizzlies' bigs. They were incredible last night because the Warriors that they don't surprise teams by going small I think that to your point I think that's one of the tricks now that's like everyone's caught on to it you know and I'll take it a step further when we speak about Steph Curry and how he changed the game right we we talk about that but at the same time these guys the big three they've been in the league for a very long time and it's possible I've never really thought about it like that until right now but it's possible that they're now going up against guys that grew up watching them. Yeah. And you're going up against guys who the small ball thing worked because the big guys can't shoot like them. Nobody can shoot like Steph or Clay per se, but now they're guys that are bigger than you, faster than you, stronger than you. Yep. And we can shoot the three ball. And they're stuck saying, well, we can't go small because we're not just spinning around bigs all the time. These are power forwards that can shoot the three. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. 
in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.